Welcome to Multi Multi, a podcast discussing the multitude of multi-site student ministry. My name is EJ Swanson. I'm joined as always by Kim Schuler and Joe Crabb. Hey there. And today we are so, so excited, which you'll hear me say all the time um, about um, being a resource for the local church. You know, more and more in this season of ministry across the country, guys, we found that churches are moving to multi-site ministry. And a blessing that we have serving the local church is that Woodside has 14 campuses and mm-hmm. a pilot campus, our Detroit East campus, which yes, we're sir. very thankful for. Yeah. Um, so in those 15 uh, campuses or bodies, entities within the local church, um, we feel like we've learned a ton and we're mm-hmm. learning a ton. So thanks for joining with us in that journey. On today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about communication yeah. and meeting guidelines, as well as how we flesh those out in, in the light of multi-site ministry. Mm-hmm. And I think every major church has a communication department. Um, but I'm here in student ministry. Um, we have some um, some meeting rhythms, and at this point right now, we're also transitioning from um, our church being a um, a setup in many of our departments where it's uh, the largest campus has for some yeah. time been large, uh, you know, running point. Yep. And now um, our, we're developing a central lead team, which mm-hmm. um, Joe has always been at our largest campus and mm-hmm. um, Kim is on our central lead team. And um, that affects some of our meeting rhythms. But but start off and tell me a little bit about what our meeting rhythms are, what type of meeting rhythms um, we have, and mm-hmm. just overall what type of meetings we have. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Kim, I'll let you take the lead on that as uh, you are the leader in it now. There we so. go. Awesome. Yeah, go. Well, I'll start from like the broader picture and then down to the campus level. You can share a little yeah, bit about um, some different things you do with not only interns, but your staff. So we have a under the central um, leadership team of student ministry, we have a core team and that is um, I think we touched on this in one of the last episodes. So the core team meets once a month, and that is uh, four guys and myself, and they help shape the vision, the um, moving forward, the foreshadow of like what is to come and make decisions that then will be implemented and um, trickling down to the entire student team. So in particular there, um, you're talking vision, broad vision, correct? Correct. Okay. Yep. Um, and then from there, um, so that's once a month. And then uh, also once a month, the entire student staff team from across all the campuses meets together as well. And I try to put it on a every other week rhythm mm-hmm. so that there's always a touch point um, in between just to continue to gather information, but also set those meetings up for success as we make those decisions, as we paint the vision. So work can be done in between those meetings. And so in that all staff meeting or all student team meeting, um, we really talk about implementing maybe some of the vision, but also making decisions about what is to come. Like uh, right now, as we're starting summer, one of our big events is Hope Week. So our student, all staff student meeting tomorrow is going to be primarily focused on that. And just give us a glimpse really quick of what Hope Week is, because that is huge. It entails so much. So meetings are really important about it. Oh, absolutely. We've been talking about Hope Week for months in our meetings. And, mm-hmm. um, but really tomorrow will be centered around it because Hope Week is our uh, mission trip. It's one week long. It's in our community in Detroit, Pontiac, Southfield, Dearborn, where about 250, 300 middle school and high school students join together. We stay at Rochester College and we go out each day and we serve. And it's all hands on deck, red light, as we call it, that every student um, team person has to be involved in it as well as promote it at their campus. 
So, so with, within that, um, tons of meeting, tons of planning, tons yes. of leaders, logistics, safety, risk, all those type of things. So yep. meetings are, are really important. Um, keep unpacking for us a little bit um, of, of what within our meeting rhythm, other than, you know, the monthly meeting, the bi, yeah. um, the bi-weekly meeting, um, what are you guys expecting as you leave a, a meeting to be communicated out to, um, let's say a campus pastor, yeah, um, a campus director, that type of thing? Yeah, yeah. that, that's, that's really good. Um, mm-hmm. because I, I think having that idea and that vision too, is like what you want to like get out of that meeting is helps in the direction of the meeting, sure. right? Yep. Um, as a person leading it too, like, what do you want those who have been a, sitting around the table to now go and do yep. and have you communicated and equipped and charged them to do it as such. Um, yeah. One of the things that, you know, Kim mentioned in the mirror to our core team that I think will be another meeting that happens um, on a smaller scale would be the, the idea of the, the hubs that we have. Yeah. Um, and so each one of the members of the core team, uh, we hub our other campuses. And so what that means is, uh, Ben from our White Lake campus, he's responsible for overseeing uh, four of the other guys from across the campuses. Uh, And so that's touching base with them, uh, whether it's a phone call or it's meeting up with them for lunch and everything, catching up with them, you know, hearing about ministry, praying with them. So just that discipleship, as well as, you know, any other tasks that they had that they have to, that that they have to do or frustrations and questions and so on and Mm -hmm. so forth. And so, um, we shared this earlier, it kind of decentralizes a little bit. And as that continues to get under underway kind of helps, um, bearing that burden of, of leadership and responsibility. Um, it just, just allows for greater accountability. Um, but there are, there are things for accountability that we want to make sure that these guys are communicating to our campus pastor, to small group leaders. And so I think one of the things that made me think about it, when you talk about, um, the, the hope week, the red light kind of stuff that we do is that we do us like a, a game plan every year. Yeah. So it's a school year. We do, you, we've mixed it up. It's been a school year and a summer game plan. So it's like two game plans. Um, and within that, it gives all the guys essentially everything like that's on the table. Yeah. Uh, there's plays that they have to call. So if you think about a game plan, you're like, we always are going to run these six plays. Um, you know, if you're a Packers fan, you always want to see Aaron Rodgers throwing <laughs> that Hail Mary. Um, that we're going to run those six plays. Um, there's, there's other plays that like, hey guys, we're going to run them, but they could run a little bit different. Um, but y- y- it just depends on like what you decide to do as a campus. Um, we call that the yellow light. We call it the yellow light. This is all taken from our good friend, Kurt Johnston. He wrote a uh, article. He's never met me before, but I think he'd be okay with me saying. He's a, he's a great guy and he would love you. Oh gosh, thanks so much. <laughs> you too kind. Uh, and then that was a way of me telling EJ to introduce me to Kurt. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my. laughs> um, and then that, so that's that yellow light and then that green light, anything goes. And so, um, but with that brief, when that's sent out to them, when that's mm-hmm. communicated to them, they have a responsibility to come back to Kim with a decision as to what they are going to do. But they already know in order to make a decision, they have to sit down with their campus pastor to talk about, hey, in November, should we do this multi-site event? Or do you have something else going on at the campus that we should do? Yeah. And to ensure that the conversation happens. Yeah. See, that's where that's where I was gonna yeah. try and get the the unpack there. So aside yeah. from you guys meeting and talking about it, yeah. there's also the aspect that they have to go back. 
because they have a responsibility to the local body that they're a part Amen. of, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. And, um, and flesh that out in their context with their staff team, yeah. with their, um, their campus pastor. So yep. that meeting after a meeting, which in this aspect is healthy, yep. um, yeah. is, is so profitable. And how we've been doing that as even as we've transitioned to a central lead team is now that gets filtered back through through Kim on our teams. Yep. yep. And so uh, Kim sends an email actually then to the campus pastors and copies all the student guys on it. She but she's let them know that's coming. Yep. So they're not caught off guard. But it's and like, it hey. helps hold the student guys accountable to having that conversation because the campus pastor has already seen it. Yep, exactly. So then that's all there. Let me ask this question yeah. within that. Um, how long in, in minutes are your meetings? Um, mm. How long is that central uh, meeting once a month? And then yeah. how long is the, uh, the core meeting? Yeah, the mm. central student meeting is about two and a half hours. That's right, folks. <laughs> Bring those snacks. Yep. <laughs> um, and then the core team meeting is about two hours. Mm -hmm. Okay, awesome. So. And then I would say like if I'm meeting with uh, somebody that I'm hubbing, it would be probably like an hour okay. or so. Mm -hmm. And just, you're, you're doing the hub meetings with all the guys and gals in the hub or just the, uh, are the, you doing those individually? So it you depends. four of those a, a month or that type yeah, of Yeah, it depends on the season. Okay. Uh, there have been times where it's just like, hey, let's just all get together. Um, and sometimes it's just a phone call like to that, mm -hmm. that guy or that gal. Just really depends. You know, we all, someone's saying, wow, you take on an additional other four meetings. That sounds like a lot. Really, I mean, our team is family. We love spending time with one yeah. another. So it's simple. Like you're grabbing lunch with one another, so on and so forth. So yeah, all thi all things considered, it, it helps you be together. Yeah. And then within that, it moves to um, to how you communicate with one another. And yeah. that's kind of where I want to move us along that's to yeah. um, this afternoon as we record is um, how are we communicating between our campuses, our teams, um, what type of forms um, or modes, I guess we can say, of communication mm -hmm. are we using? Are you guys um, diving into, um, you know, management software, CRM? Are you using um, Trello or, um, you know, any of those those options? Um, is it a good old-fashioned text message? Mm -hmm. Are you guys mm -hmm. getting on Zoom? Um, you know, <laughs> Skype, old, what are you old, doing? Good old-fashioned um, text message. Yeah, it's <laughs> we're at the point where texts are good old-fashioned. Yeah. yeah, we're there. I, you know. <laughs> That's Don't true. you guys love asking those questions to middle schoolers? Like, hey, do you know what dial-up is? Um, oh and they just God. have no, no clue. idea. Um, I, I love uh, our friend at, at Orange Reggie That's Joiner when say, he yeah. starts off at um, Orange Tour and you know puts people through the gamut. I love yep. that. That is That's hilarious. not what we're talking about. So let's let's go back <laughs> and um, give me a little bit about how we're um, communicating. I want to um, just run through the short list that um, I created here. Um, you know, how are we communicating um, to our staff? Mm -hmm. How are we communicating about events or um, even a message series, those type of things, uh, meeting follow-ups, small group leaders, parents, students? Yeah. Um, how, how are we communicating? What's working for us? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's good. You know, it's in Egypt, you mentioned earlier, you know, a lot of large churches have, you know, vibrant communication departments, but when the, even the heart of this podcast is that we know that, you know, when it comes to multi-site churches, that some of them may be the two campuses or two right. to four campuses and they're it might, just might be getting started off or a little bit smaller. And so mm -hmm. a communications department is not something that, that they have in the plans or may not for a while till they get to 10, 11, 12 campuses. And so um, I think it's good to, to hit on how are we communicating on those multi-tiers. And those, those levels are, are good. Um, you wanna, which one do you want to hit? 
Yeah, we'll start with staff because I think we'll start with fleshing it inside the organization, then out to parents, students, small group leaders. Yeah, that's That's good. good. And so um, with staff, we almost make it a requirement now, right? In in order to be on the student team. My wife does not like that we do this. She thinks we bully people. (laughs) You have to have an iPhone. Um, No, a lot of our communication, though, in reality is through our iPhone, our iMessage. We our have a thread. group. Yeah. Um, gotta have a good text thread name. Yes, yes, we do. Yeah. What is it, Joe? <laughs> oh gosh. Um, ours for the longest time was just called the squad. Um, but then, you know, squads dated now and everything. So we changed it with this transfer of leadership to, to, to one thread, many shenanigans, Wow. which yep. is just a playoff of the multi-site church statement of like one church, Many, many locations or locations. communities yeah. and neighborhoods. So it's one thread, many shenanigans. <laughs> Hopefully the senior like pastor's not listening to this. <laughs> we, we know our tagline. Don't worry. <laughs> we know. Yeah, we're good. That's a good way to help us remember right? our mission. Yeah. Yes. Amen. Yeah, so that is one of the primary ways, a lot through emails as well, and then a lot through those meetings too. Um, And like Joe was saying, a lot of the communication and relationship happens very organically and naturally. So I get phone calls often of just wanting to continue to communicate the best practices. Um, And one way that we're actually moving towards and about to announce here in the next week. Uh oh, you heard it here first, folks. Yep. Is called the Woodside Way. Wow. Um, it's, TM, trademark that. <laughs> it's yeah. through our uh, SharePoint on Office 365. And um, our team upstairs has just done a great job of, you know, making it Woodside specific and putting a face on it so it looks clean, looks good. And it'll be a central location for our staff to go uh, and find information or find specific documents that they may need. Uh, One of those big things that we communicate all throughout the year is our curriculum that we teach at all the different campuses in the student environments. That's going to be a central location where not only the student guy can go and find it or girl, um, but also the campus pastor or an admin. so it's now we used to have or I, we still have it the yeah, server, server right yeah. mm-hmm. um, but sometimes at one uh, location the server runs really slow and it yeah. takes forever to download this yeah. is all web-based and it'll be such a quick easy download but those campus pastors who may not know who I am can also see a picture of like oh that's Kim or like see the rest of the team too awesome. yeah. um, so it'll just be a cool way to kind of centralize all communication points for all departments. Yeah, I think it, you get a, um, in, in our text thread, you get like micro content, but also just fun stuff. It's not just all news. It's just like, it's shenanigans and so on and so forth. It allows- Memes. Yeah, memes and good re- <laughs> good relationship stuff to happen. One of the guys just getting married yeah. and all that stuff and like sharing pics and so on and well, so forth. So Well, let's be honest within that too. I remember when I was in that text thread for a while, mm, um, it was <laughs> the, um, yeah, rest in peace. Um, it was the, um, the aspect of, hey guys, this is going out in your email. Check this. Because yeah. as leaders, part of our responsibility in multi-site is to communicate, communicate, over-communicate, yeah. and yes. then do it again. We don't yeah. want um, a guy or gal on our team to miss an important mm-hmm. email, to miss a deadline, those type of things. Yep. So it's kind of a redundant aspect for yeah. both email and text messages, but yeah. it's healthy. It doesn't get yeah. watered down. And Yeah, no, that's good. One of the things I was going to say is that Kim, Kim mentioned, we use Office 365 as a church, and... Um, they're 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 a great sponsor, I think, um, <laughs> of the podcast. Uh, but uh, Kim's actually been setting reminders 
that gets sent to all of us when we have a role or responsibility that's due. So she mentioned Hope Week, and a lot of Hope Week roles and responsibility roles like were due today. Yeah. So like the guy who's doing all the games had to have that first game brief in to Kim, although it's a month out. Um, mm -hmm. He had to have it in. So again, we know that we're making progress. But she set up for success that a week out, he got a reminder. Three weeks out, he got a reminder that she's just, just able to, to keep schedule it in front out of them. and you get in front of you too. So she's not yeah. having to, that Wednesday, three weeks out, get on her phone and send a text and send an email because life happens. So she's found like that space at times to say, okay, real quick, or give it to an intern. Yeah. Hey, I need you to schedule all these out for me at these dates and times. And then, yeah, but I'm always available. Right. Yeah. For questions. Yeah. Another and reason why Kim is you know, on the, the, the best team. person for the job. Yes. A amen. Yeah. You so, you know, kinds. we've talked a little bit about how staff, we, yeah, yeah how we yeah. communicate it to staff. Um, I would say as you go down the lines, not in um, aspect of importance, but just in the thought of um, continuing to communicate out, um, would you guys say that in your uh, opinion, the next line of communication is your small group leaders or parents or students? Where would you guys Ooh. even rank that? Ooh. And then once you make that choice, Go ahead and um, tell us how you guys flush that. Oh, all right. What up? I top would, crabs top five picks of communication. <laughs> yeah. Joe, what would your answer be? Because I'm curious if it's the same as mine. Oh man, uh, small group leaders. Mm. You I was going to say parents. Yeah. Because uh, if the well, parents don't know what's going on, how are the students going to get there? Well, I'll, yes. I'll be the tiebreaker in this. Um, I'm going to say small group leaders just for the aspect of sure. um, I, I love the direct form of communication that as ministries we have to, to parents, but yep. I always want to be pushing that relationship too. Absolutely. So just in, in this form, let's yeah. go with small group leaders. Yep. How are we communicating to small group leaders? Yeah. So uh, at that point in time, depending on it, on the week to week stuff, every guy is responsible for communicating to their small group leader about any pertinent details. Um, I do it twice a week. Okay. Uh, I generally, if we meet on a Wednesday night, I communicate Friday and then I communicate again on Tuesday. And I do that because I mean, my inbox, my personal inbox gets loaded up with stuff all the time. Right. And you, we've all seen those people which they open up their phone and the mail app, they've got 7,000 unread emails. Lord help us. Yeah. That stresses me out. So like that, that's a reality. So like that yep, way it keeps it, it in is. front of them. But one of the things I, I had done in my prior role and Kim and I have chatted about like maybe the core team does this for those they hub is I copy all of the staff got my email that I sent to my small group leaders. So that way we're communicating a lot of similar information. Retreat is coming up. Here's what you need to know for leaders and so on. Um, that way they were able to kind of take that, copy it, tweak it, and then send it out to their leaders as it, well. And I think that's part of the blessing too of, um, of multi-site ministry is repurposing as a team stuff that, that can go out. I don't, um, you know, as one of the, the pastors on staff, I don't want a guy spending an additional two hours on an email that yeah. he could very easily um, copy and paste. I'd rather him spend that two hours um, in something else and take 20 yep. minutes, formalize it for his community, yep. and send it out. Um, and I think that's pretty standard in multi-site ministry, yeah. but it may be a step that some of the listeners need to take. Exactly. Um, or even just share the heart behind that. Like, you guys, we're in this together. I'm CCing you on every one of my parent emails or my small group emails. Yeah. Um, Why do more there. work? Amen. Well, it, it allows a guy who maybe it doesn't isn't as familiar with it or is like it's growing to kind of see how somebody who's been doing it for a few years actually communicates information. Yeah. Um, and again, it, it does. It gets rid of some of those redundancies um, and it just makes sure that all the proper communication is 
is communicated because like on our core team end, they know the most out of anyone else on the staff in regards to what's going on and answering those questions and yeah. so on because they've been at the, the closest level like of decisions and experience because they've been there for a couple of staff like a couple of years and so mm -hmm. yeah I think that's that's helpful but yeah so that's how we communicate to small group leaders um leaders for a and it's the same thing it's all decentralized even for like a m mainstream thing like a um what you call it uh retreat mm -hmm. so for like retreat and everything they're still responsible now Kim has given us like the leader packets the rooming assignments and all that stuff uh and give even the content information that we need to communicate but we're responsible for equipping our leaders, putting it in their hands, touching base with them throughout the week and so on. The only time that that's not true is Hope Week because it's a mission trip. Um, and so we get a bevy of different leaders, a lot of small group leaders, but other people, maybe former small group leaders and so on and so forth. And generally one person's role or responsibility um, is to communicate to all the leaders on, on that. But all yeah. the guys also get it. All the guys and girls get it. So they know what's going on as well. And I so. think a rhythm within that with our leaders too, that takes away from like the web-based, right? Like is our leaders training that we're asked to do once a month yeah. um, with our leaders. And again, that's just another touch point where that information and communication and prayer can happen with our leadership yep. and just bring them along and make sure they're in the know. And I began doing a leader's text message group. If download Remind or get a text message app. Remind is great. It's free. But like if you're going to Cedar Point or Disney World sure. or you're going to camp this year, yep. get, get all your leaders all of on them there. in a text thread yeah. with yep. you because a, a medical emergency happens or dinner's got to get pushed back. That's the easiest way to communicate all the information. And your leaders want to know what's going on because the students are asking them and or you might just need help or so on and so forth. So like get it going yeah it just helps them to observe what's going on i think at times and just mm -hmm. saying like hey this is what's up this is why we're behind or why we're pushing yep. this forward yeah. what you know our they're standing point. outside a session with right. 500 students want to know why you're not letting them in if you just say hey y'all keep the party going out there we're fi fixing some tech glitches they'll all check their phone and be glad that you communicated that and to they, them. they own it too yeah yep. um you know i think one of um my favorite ways within it um, too, that we um, communicate to parents, just as talking about retreats here. And we'll probably do multiple episodes on retreats because it's one of our our favorite things. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite parts of us communicating to, to parents is um, just the video updates that we've done in the Facebook yep. Lives and stuff like that. And that was that was awesome for us. If you're going to summer camp, man, snag a kid every day, a group of your yeah. students, so and um, do a Facebook Live back to parents. They love that. Mm -hmm. And we'll get into that a little bit um, a little bit later. But for weekly parent um, communication, or maybe even um, other important times to communicate to parents. What does that look like in our context here? Yeah, so weekly um, or every other week is kind of the rhythm, um, not only uh, like the larger, but also the smaller campuses um, communicate to their parents a lot through emails. Um, but then to back, you know, to kind of go after that is once the email sent out, um, posting something on social media in some way to let them know, hey, we sent out an email. Uh, check your junk get folder just in case it went there. Mm -hmm. um, but also to just recap the email real quick, just in case they don't have the moment or they can't step away from scrolling through Facebook um, to look at the email, they see it right there. Um, so a lot through social media, a lot through emails, and then also our website. We That's where we put up a lot of our events, a lot of the registration. Uh, so 
those are the ways that we've been um, working off of, um, yeah. but we're always talking and trying to figure out better ways to communicate to parents. Um, you know, whether it is a print piece that we've done for like our summer calendar or our school year calendar, um, but we always want to make sure parents are in the know so they know what's going on. So, are we? Are um, would you say, as you need to communicate to a, a parent beyond general? Right. So let's say mm -hmm. um, a student needs our attention in some way, shape or form, or even we're praising a student. Um, is email the, the first form that you guys go to with a parent? Is that your go to? Do you text them, call them before you email? What is like, is yeah. it your that's your first kind of interaction with them in in either a positive or negative? Does that mm. vary? Yeah. On an individual basis, I think it does vary depending on the situation yeah. um, uh, and, and how maybe they even reached out. I, I've had it with our new sixth graders coming up and everything. I've had a number of parents who have reached out in various formats. We had our first um, parents meeting with them this past Sunday, uh, and I, I gave them all my cell phone number. Awesome. Uh, and so they all have it. And I, I've gotten some texts about what we're doing tonight as we kick off for summer and everything. Um, and I've gotten some emails and some phone calls just up here at the church. Uh, but it, I, it, you know, some of these parents I've known for five, six, seven plus years, and so. It's, I pick up my phone, I text them, hey, your daughter crushed it tonight when right. she shared her story and yeah. so proud of her. And you send that pic and everything to them. Um, and sometimes uh, I'll, I'll, if if it's like a tough question, I've had a student this past year ask a tough question in a small group and small group leader brought me in and we had a conversation. I just called their dad the next day and just said, hey, just want you to know, like your son asked this question and we answered it in this way, but I actually encouraged him to share it with you as well. Um, and because like I want you to be the one to have those combos if there's anything that I can do to help. And so, yeah, it, it varies on that individual basis. Yeah, you know, um, for, for some time too, I think within that, um, and this is a little bit off course, but when I was, uh, you know, uh, playing the next gen role here at Woodside, mm -hmm. one of the things I would do is I would go to other campuses and if I saw a moment that I could capture, mm. that maybe the student pastor wasn't even involved in, or I didn't even know who the student was. It was just that, awesome moment yeah. as the next gen guy i would try and take a picture of that you know send it either email whatever to that student pastor or mm -hmm. um, you know, somebody on his team so or her team so that they could um then share that with yeah. the parent That's and good. you know you may need to designate somebody to do that um or you know even just highlight within your small group leaders yeah. your staff members yeah. you guys have got to be looking for moments that both um when we have to share the tough stuff we can with parents yeah. Yep. But also the positive too. No parent um, dislikes, at least in my mind, affirmation of their child. No, Absolutely. no. It's it's just a great way to to build relationship. Amen. And um, I and think students true, so hear about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. students love that too. Yeah. Yep. I That's think um, you know, I think you know that minding that gap between communication and parents. Um, is one of the toughest things we have to do, but one of the most important. Mm -hmm. And within that, I think we're um, we're also toying around with how are we really communicating um, to students. Yeah. And um, just for um, the sole fact of um, what I think that's going to cover, let's um, let's wrap up um, our episode today. Yeah, just yeah, by, yeah. Just by you just know giving a little yeah, just a little glimpse in that, and then yeah. we should probably even take our time. Um, later on and really show how we're um, communicating to students. But what, what would yeah. you guys say right now is the, um, the best form or the best way to communicate with students? 
Yeah. I'll do what I usually do in, in like give a note on something else and then answer your question. Sure. That's fine. <laughs> I thought I was the one with ADD. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, on a multi-site end of things, we're talking about communicating to parents and so on, um, just to give some practical things. For us, we use a platform, an online web-based platform, which we have one universal account for the entire church. And some people might use this as well, whether it's a BombBomb or a MailChimp, uh, whatever that using. If you're not using MailChimp and you're looking for something to use that's free and easy to use, or it's inexpensive and easy to use, use MailChimp, um, another great sponsor. But I... Uh, it's great because we share it so that way, again, just like the leader emails, a guy or gal can go in there and they can see what we're sharing um, from any of our campuses. Mm -hmm. And our, our image library is all on there as well. So they're able to snag the, the summer promo. They're able to see how Lake Orion's talking about their summer hangouts because they're doing something similar. Now, why we don't send out one universal one to all parents is because we do have so much different like things going on. So yeah, we have Hope Week and we got Fall Retreat. And we have these things that are the same, but Campus-wise. Campus-wise, there's a lot of yeah. individual things that you want to be able to communicate, and we want to give the freedom to a guy or gal to be able to do so. Yep. So that's some some practical stuff, and how that even looks like at a multi-site level. And so um, on that end, it's good because you can share it. So if you're currently individually doing it as a campus, either move to a platform where you can share it mm -hmm. together or make sure you're doing what we were doing like with that. our staff and including them on the other emails. So that way, if you have that one person who's, nailing it out of the park when it comes to like verbiage for emails for parents, then let them write the verbiage. Yeah, everybody mimic that. Just yeah. mimic that because they're going to be the best at it. And then you're able to, if, you, if you're horrible at it, you're not going to spend two hours doing it and you're freed up to do something with that additional time that's going to move you forward. So Yeah, and I think one of the platforms we actually forgot to mention to not only communicate to parents, but also students is our small group leaders. You know, yeah. because they have That's why we said that we want to communicate yeah. to small group leaders first. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Point taken. Um, no, absolutely. And I, I agree. Sorry, that was low. I apologize. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm used to it. Um, I'm, I'm not always right, Joe. I'm not. <laughs> wow. Loading um, that for a minute. Joe. Wow. <laughs> Just taking it back. Um, you know, giving them the information, but also setting them up for success at the beginning of the year and connecting them with parents. And yeah. so, you know, some ways that we have done this over the past years is maybe inviting the, the parents out to the first night of yep. programming. Um, we've set up a brunch time where the parents and the small group leaders had time to ch talk and exchange information. We also have access to our database where we are able to print off each of the students' information, address, and phone number, and email address so that the small group leaders can, you know, connect with the parents and students outside of this building. And we've seen a small group leader take the information that we uh, shared with uh, the parents also then take it and share it with the parents again, just so she could have that touch base and yeah. know that like those parents have someone specific that they can reach out to, not feeling like they're just responding to an email that went out to masses. Uh, so I think There's that's- There's a ton of purpose behind that. That's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And so, intentionality. Okay. I Like if, if you're driving right now, um, just repeat that in like a two sentence snippet because ton, ton of purpose behind the statement you just made. Yeah, the fact that a small group leader would take the information that we're communicating to parents already and communicate it again to the parent just so that they have that connection, that intentionality um, and communication so that that parent has someone to reach out to if they have any questions. 
Yeah. And that small group leader is owning that then too. Yeah. And they're championing it and cheerleading it and saying like, I want to communicate this to you because I believe it's just as important Mm -hmm. as our staff and our church thinks it is as well. So that's huge. That's good. Uh, In regards to the student uh, one, obviously our biggest platform is social media and um, Instagram uh, is is the primary way in which we find ourselves communicating to students um, across the board. So, I mean, I think everyone kind of knows that less, you know, contextually, you know, Facebook or MySpace or Club Penguin is big where you're at. Um, it's, it is. It's Instagram. I'm glad that MySpace and not Club Penguin got you there. Uh, <laughs> I but I think that social, even when Kim talked about parents, because we've been experimenting with some new stuff that we want to do with parents in regard to social media and texting and that engagement of information. I, I feel like that's got to be a whole other other podcasts especially yeah. at this point and we love your insight on it too and what yeah we don't have this have all figured doing. out yeah i love hearing from you guys meeting structure staff what you guys are doing for parents how you're communicating to them even what kim talked about we're always looking for new things in regard to um getting small group leaders and parents around tables like yeah Yes. Always. We don't have the answers. We're just sharing what, what we've learned and sometimes what we've learned from our mistakes. Again, as we conclude today um, with spending time with you guys, say we're thankful for serving alongside of each of you. If there's anything that we um, have uh, learned in this time, it's that the relationships that we have um, alongside of other student pastors and youth pastors is invaluable. If there's anything that we have in our community or that we've learned um, that can be a resource for you, please let us know. We'd love for you to follow, follow us on social media as well. Um, Our tags are multi-multi-podcast across the platforms. Give us a a like and subscribe so that we can keep doing what we're doing and and be encouraged. We're thankful again to um, be here with you guys. Have an awesome day. God bless you guys. Amen. See you guys. Bye. Bye.